0: Okay, so what is a star, or is star a feeling? But, welcome to my blonde movie review. I wanted to film this after I watched the movie, but I was way too emotional because it felt so good and it felt so real that I had to wait 20 hours for myself to film this but I had a conversation with my mom who also watched the movie in the movie theaters that it seemed that it has gotten a lot of bad press and bad reviews and it's interesting. And I started to think, I think those reviews are from like A, men and B, like 30 to 40 year old women that obviously weren't alive when Marilyn was alive so I think it's nice for me to give a review too because mine's a perspective from a 20-year-old which is going to be different than a 50-year-old, a 30-year-old, a 40-year-old, a 10-year-old so your voice is important but let's start okay the beginning the first scenes of the movie is what welcomes you and sets the tone for the movie it's like The first like 30 seconds of a song set a tone for the song, and it was weird because again, the acting was bad. But just how my last review before this one, oops, was Don't Worry, Darling. They started off the movie the same, too, with Alcoholics and Alcoholic. Um, photographs and acting so I was like this acting's like bad and then I found out that it was Marilyn's mom playing um, drunk and they were showcasing the her as a child and as a baby so I understood what was happening but let's keep going I really loved how it focused a lot a lot the whole movie she, um, Ana de Armas, she was playing, um, Marilyn Monroe as an emo girl. <laughs> Let me put on some lipstick because I think Marilyn would want this too. She was playing Marilyn as a full time emo girl, which honestly would be like really hard to do, like to be that emotionally high strung the whole entire time. Red lipstick, and the most iconic red lipstick, Ruby Woo, for Marilyn. There's only certain women that get, like, remembered and, um, idolized with makeup and makeup styles, like, Amy Winehouse, and you kind of have to die first to get, um, Make a Mako style remembered for you. Like, what did I just say? Um, Amy Winehouse, her eyeliner. Marilyn, red lips. What's another? Cleopatra, her eyeliner. Elizabeth, what's her name? I always forget her last, her last name. She played Cleopatra. Ugh. Elizabeth, and she has this diamonds perfume. Elizabeth, Elizabeth, and she was friends with Montgomery, Cliff, and James Dean. Ugh, I it's not Arden. Um, that's like a beauty brand. Elizabeth Taylor, Elizabeth Taylor, there. She was known for her eyelashes because she was born with two rows of hairs for eyelashes. So she had like big eyelashes. But I wanted to do some research after I watched the movie Um, i.e. looking up the Wikipedia page and I found out that Ana was actually Cuban and Mexican and that made sense because I feel like I kind of knew with the name Ana you're going to be Mexican but in some scenes you can totally tell that she's Cuban or that she's Mexican. And I love that because I'm Mexican too. And she was playing an American woman, which is very American to not be American playing a famous American. Like does it get any more American dream than that? Oh my god, America's like such a big word to say, but Um, and some scenes and how she like reacted, you could totally tell that she was Mexican. And I love that. And there were some scenes and how it was shot, the lighting, how it was edited, where it was you couldn't tell me I didn't I was not watching Marilyn on screen. I was waiting to see um Marilyn on the new silver screen and and some scenes that we can actually see Marilyn. And I like the first time I saw it, I like gasped. I was like, oh, That's Marilyn. And I like to believe that film is a medium to capture energy and what are you energy because once you're dead there's nothing in the body anymore where does like what why isn't the body turning on anymore it's as if the electricity is gone so the electricity always lives on and I saw in an interview that Anna felt Marilyn's spirit and energy around the set, and knowing that just made it more impactful to know that we were watching Marilyn on screen and Marilyn was had a set of eyes over the movie that was made about her. This movie, the word being used at the moment is dehumanizing. I think the word is just humanizing. We got to see a mannequin which is Marilyn Monroe be human like throw up have sex cry dream we never got to know that about Marilyn we just thought she was smiling pretty skinny blonde hair like she was born like that but we got to see um her being humanized and in an era like the 1950s 40s 60s some ideals and patriarchic systems were very intact in the sense that if you were a woman trying to get a high job or even in the movie industry, it was 100% known that you would have to have sex to get there. And for it to be showed on screen is like so impactful and so beautiful. Okay, I don't know if the word is beautiful, but I think the word is strong and it puts more light into the story of our beloved Marilyn Monroe, and I loved how I talked about through her, through her abortions and how it played a big pact into life. Because after every abortion, after your first abortion, you can't. It's a decision you can't go back from, right? So after each abortion, it sends her into a certain. It sends you on a different path. In the path or it's like super self, super self-centered. Where it's like, I have to go, right? Because I close off left. Like she closed off motherhood. And it, it kind of made me think. I was like, she never got to experience motherhood. That's why in that her last film where she got to actually play a mother to those two kids. I forget the movie. I think it was sad that she actually felt like the mother to them because she never... She could never be a mother but she can play a mother which is like so sad we we didn't we didn't let her have a kid okay, back to our emo girl Marilyn I loved how anna portrayed Norma Jean as an emo girl because this movie had it it had so many tropes it had the Independent female trope, movie star in the 1940s, 50s trope, blonde hair trope, pin-up doll trope. A trope is an um, aesthetic and story, a storyline. But the most important storyline, and this is the storyline that relates Marilyn to the world, is the feeling of being an orphan. The feeling of being left behind. The feeling of never being loved fully. Like I said in the promo it was she was watched by all but seen by none her emotional undertone to her whole entire life what was portrayed to this film was orphan and that's not something you can heal you can go to therapy all you want but that's an energy that you're gonna have for your whole entire life and that's what made her so appealing on screen because she was a lost kid She had no daddy and her mommy was sick. So every time we saw her on screen, we wanted to save her and help her. And I think she's cancer rising, so that makes sense. It was nice to see a dreamy side of Marilyn and the sexual side of Marilyn. I, I really liked seeing that because it was real and it was, and they showed her throughout the ages. What was in, okay, when you make a biopic about someone, you can either go the Judy Judy Garland route, where it's like, or the Spencer with um, Christian Stewart route, where we're hyper, hyperbolizing and hyper focusing on one week or like three days of someone's life but they and or you could go the alvis and alvis didn't really do oh alvis kind of did it and the blonde route we're going to focus on like every decade like 10 year tw- 10 years old 20 year old 30 40 50 year old or you focus on a eti- entirely or you focus like just on one week of their life they're both interesting and they're both hard to do but i think it's harder to do ten, like every 10 years because with only an hour and thirty minutes, you can't do that. So this movie took three <laughs> hours to do that. And I honestly I would have watched a longer movie. This movie was very nicely shot, the monologues were perfect, and there wasn't that much dialogue, so shockingly, because in the 1950s and 60s, you were watching someone read like pages and pages and pages of dialogue it's so interesting how movies have grown over time because they super started word based it was a media oh actually no we started in silent films where there was no dialogue and then we went to a phase where it was only dialogue it was like words 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 like comedy was only with words and then we moved into more commercial where it was like physical comedy like Lucille Ball like she started Physical comedy, like popularizing it, and we move now into psychological and and CGI, and it's it sucks to see it's such a heavy CGI movie at the moment, like a Marvel movie, but this couldn't have been done ten years ago, twenty years ago, fifty years ago. So it's so that technology is so super new it's only gonna grow like we're gonna see I think Maleficent with Angelina Angelina Jolie every frame of the shot was had CGI in it which bring, makes the movie more dreamy and fantastical because it's all fake but let's go back to Blonde I loved how they used the abortions and her babies and her pregnancies as a note of spirituality. Because it's hard to interject spirituality into movies, period. It's kind of hard to do. I really enjoyed how they done that. But to play Marilyn or Norma I think she played I think as how I saw in an interview that she Anna played Norma Jean she didn't play Marilyn Monroe she played Norma Jean it's like cruella she was oh, I forgot her real name, but she's playing the art student not cruella, which is so cool to think about or does Harley Quinn have like her name before she was Harley Quinn because you're not playing Harley Quinn you're playing the like girl that is turned herself into harley quinn does that make sense or the joker you're not playing the joker you're playing the man behind the makeup under the makeup so anna played marilyn as the girl that puts on the makeup these scenes in this movie i really recommend you seeing it because it was shot pretty well comparing this to don't worry darling It's like two different genres like this one will get the award or at least the nominations and with don't worry, I was like, I don't know, maybe they'll give like supporting actor nominations, but that's it. This one will get all the nominations. It was a movie about Hollywood and Hollywood loves movies about itself. But I don't think they ever gave an award or a nomination to Marilyn, right? So this would be making up for that. The reason why Renee Renee Zellweger won for Judy, yes, it was really good, but they snubbed Judy for any big awards. So they're kind they kind of wrote off all the mistakes they made with Judy with giving the award to Renee. I think they should do that with Marilyn because this movie it was. Long, <laughs> emotional, traumatic, emo girl friendly. Oh my God, I loved it. It was so sad. And uh, you could tell that a lot of these scenes were real and uh, Marilyn actually felt like that. You can you can imagine, I could imagine Marilyn, and because I, I could relate to it. And I know a lot of people can, walking around the world like an orphan, like a... Like no one is actually seeing you, and if they do see you, you have to run away. <laughs> the music was right. The ADR wasn't bad. And the ending. Oh my. Oh my God. wait, I'm stick. I'm skipping the whole. Like there was so much sex in this movie. You when you do sex in a high high arts movie it can you can either go tacky or you can do it high arts where it's like edited and shot well they showed maryland blowing the president who has balls to do that funny to be on the topic of balls but who no one has the balls to d what's the word d i guess the word is dehumanized The president, because I think in like some parts of the world, like you get prison time for that, like to say any malice or bad or real facts about the people in charge. That is, and the most, like one of the most, if not the most beloved president of our time, Jennifer Kennedy, (gasps) that was so cool to see on screen because, and it felt real like the you know that that was like very true to heart. That 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 image and the setting was actually like that. There was no love involved. It was purely contractual or business, and she probably didn't even get paid. Like, ugh. imagine being a stripper and not getting paid. Like, oh my god, what? It was cool to see that much sex on screen done tastefully. It was nice to see a real woman, a real woman story. Have you noticed? I've noticed because I love women's stories that it's all about the woman's story now. And to be doing Marilyn's story is huge. This movie will outlive anyone. Will outlive anyone in the movie. Like Anna, it's going to outlive her. She has balls to play it full-heartedly. But I think she made a spiritual connection and energetic. She, She felt the energetic interference from Marilyn, which let her go all the way. Cause you don't really. Yes, you're a good actor, and it's just work. Like you clocked into work, but to go that far and to do it fully and to give up your ego at all costs, you have to have that spiritual connection first. Because once you have that spiritual connection, like that okay, you, there's why are you gonna hold yourself back just because you don't? You're too afraid of looking embarrassed or stupid or ugly. Once you have a spiritual green light, nothing can stop you. This movie just made you want to give a hug to Marilyn Monroe. And that, and, and acknowledge that she was stronger than our president. She was stronger than she let on. And I hope she knows that. And I know she knows that. My gosh, I I wonder when her allure and her image will be like forgotten. Because kids nowadays know her name, know her face, know her pictures. That's so cool. And let's go to the ending. Oh my god. I know I can't say this because it's controversial, but I'm fucking 22. I'm not 40. Like, uh, get away from me. I'm not conservative. They made suicide look sexy. They made suicide. Like, they glamorized suicide. But it's film, guys. Like, And get why the reviews are saying it's bad, but it's freaking film and they glamorized it in a sense that it looked comforting but it needed to be because it was her goodbye message and the last frame where it's like fading out of just her feet and you're like oh that's it she's gone she she was just a human she was just and just and it was just like that to to be um, the new Sex and the City reboot 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 and just like that dot dot dot. But the ending was very impactful. I like I like it was so silent too, but you were seeing like her leave and say, and I think it was I I read that it was actually filmed in the apartment that she grew up as a kid and the bedroom that she died in that would have wow like that is crazy this is a real this is real art and like not because art nowadays is like walking on eggshells you can't say this you can't use blood on the screen you can't do anything Because you need people in those seats, but this movie was made as a passion project and you can tell it wasn't, it wasn't holding anything back. This movie made me like die and like cry and like it blew up, like it like defeats your ego because like this is actually real. And it made me think, you know, who's going to get a biopic next? And I'm thinking, Marilyn was 1950s. We're in 2020s. 70 years. By the way, our, our, how fast art moves. We're going to get... And let's say Ariana... Okay, I'm talking about Ariana Grande. Let's say she dies and the year is like 2070 or 2090. We're um, Ariana Grande's biopic is going to be fire. Like... Imagine they're gonna portray her like they're gonna focus like a little bit on her Nickelodeon phases and her red hair and her like hair falling out. That's gonna be cool to see. But I would, I want to see the sweetener era turning into the thank you next era. That's gonna be so cool. Whoever's gonna play that role, we obviously can't play it now because she's still alive, it would be kind of weird. But like seeing her like go from in love and like and then like. I want to see someone play like Pam and Tommy. We're going to see like Ariana and Pete. And then we're going to get the thank you next era where she would go into the studio, drink wine, turn the lights off and they just sing. Oh my God. She's going to get a biopic too because she was she has a career where it it's all been managed for her. It's all been perfectly sculpted. And I hate to say it, but she was born into money. And she had connections. So her, her, it's kind of like her story was written before she was born. But I like Ariana. And everyone likes Ariana. Everyone loves Cancers. We love Cancers and we love Cancer Risings. Marilyn Monroe. But okay, I'm going to go now because I'm running out of storage. But I just want to say... If you haven't watched this movie, try to watch it in the movie theater. Because if you watch it at home, it's too long. And you're going to get distracted. You're going to go use the bathroom. You're going to go eat. You're going to go let the dogs out. Like, there's too much. Like, you need to just, like, be in the movie. And, like, not focus on anything else. And just wait for Marilyn to pop out on the screen. Okay, one last thing. The scene that told me she will get the award for this is the first one of the first scenes where she's auditioning for a role, and it's black and white. That scene, I watched it, and it like was a kind of long. And I was like, she just won the award based on that. Oh my god. I really hope she wins it. I wonder who else is the competition. Because she's not just winning it for herself, she's winning it for Marilyn. And I think it's obvious that she's it's not about her. Its movie was Marilyn. She was the she was lucky and got that she got to play her. And I just love that she's Mexican and she's Cuban like playing the most whitest ideal name and persona ever. That is so cool. Good job to you. That's that's real history, like real Mexican American history is plain. Marilyn Monroe as a Cuban oh my gosh so watch this review over any other uh, any of the other reviews because everybody has like four sticks up their ass <laughs> this movie is not supposed to be nice it's not supposed to be glitter and rainbows. This movie is supposed to be human and human, being a human is dirty. It's sexy. It's secretive. It's real. There's traps. Ah, this movie was a real movie and I haven't seen a real movie in a while. So I guess it's just shocking to people. And if you're not going to shock people, then why are you doing this? But okay, bye from me and my ghost. Ghost tattoo. It is is my first ghost tattoo. Channeling Post Malone. Okay. Oh my god, I'm going to sing Ghosted by Ariana. While I take a shower right now, I'm going to go cry. And pretend that I'm filming the pretend that i'm in the studio singing thank you next the whole album from top to bottom but i'm going to skip which song is there? Is there any skips on thank you next i do not think so oh oh my god are you ready for this i will never not skip seven rings okay on that note bye no don't listen to seven rings that song is okay bye <laughs> bye from me and marilyn